Welcome to the Hottest Wellness Podcast, I've Got Time, with Sherry and Shakayla. Here we discuss personal growth, relationships, and healing to become aligned with the best version of ourselves. <laughs> the camera's always rolling, the mic is always on. That's why I got an NDA. Chad is already under NDA. I needed a person. That's so crazy. How you feeling? I'm cool. I'm vibing. How you doing? I'm cool. I'm vibing. <laughs> you can't say the same thing as me. I'm okay. I'm playing it cool though. You know, I'm taking it easy. <laughs> <laughs> you Danny Lee voice or what? Let's ease up on that one. <laughs> Beautiful did, song. Did you know she had like got into a hit and run? That's why we're uh, we're pulling back. I just heard about that like yesterday. I was like, damn. Haven't heard from her since. Listen, if Brandy can recover from it, so can she. <laughs> the difference, it, you know what. I'm feeling all right, you know, I'm trying to get my energy right or whatever. I just got back from a retreat, week-long retreat. Yeah. It was dope. Even though I was working, I was really happy to be there. I was really happy to be in my element, you know, using my gifts and... I feel inspired, you know, being around all those artistic people and yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it was cool. Shout out! You want to tell the people a little about your trip, or that's all we getting? Um, what can I say about my trip? I was in Arden, North Carolina. Mm-hmm. There's this um, dare I say Christian camp. It's called Lutheridge. We wasn't having no Christian <laughs> vibes or nothing. I'm sure a lot of these people was in that not religious at all. It was very much a hippie vibe at just a camp. Mm-hmm. We stayed in the cabin. I was with three other Reiki healers. One of them being my Reiki master teacher, um, Tay. Shout out to Reiki Tay. And yeah. that was just a super cool experience. You know what I'm saying? Because moving into a like more spiritual career sometimes it feels like it's not a reality like I can't make a living doing this or something so it's cool to have those experiences or just like when I had the experience working on the movie said it was like surreal like oh my god I'm really living out my dreams yeah yeah and it's awesome changing people's lives people hugging you telling you like they feel so much better they feel so much lighter crying it's just like I did that yeah so i I loved it i can't wait to go to another retreat um yeah here for it yeah guess what what this week i have something to get off my chest okay (laughs) what's good or not I saw on the interwebs that Biden is giving $700 per household 
to the people in Maui. Okay, so if you are one of those people that don't watch the news or just not in tune to what's going on around the world, um, there was some fires in Maui last week and it destroyed a, a lot of homes and a lot of areas. Um, and Maui, the island is like more like, um, it's less like city vibes and more like rural vibes. So you thinking like farmland, all kind of shit. People's like livelihood literally destroyed. Mm-hmm. $700? $700. Not even enough for rent. That's crazy. I lost my home. And you're giving me $700. That wouldn't be enough for, for rent anywhere, but especially not Hawaii. We've talked about this multiple times because of my connection to Hawaii. Um, all y'all do is go over there and colonize. Go over there and be tourists. Go over there and heart their economy. And then something like this happens and none of y'all opening your pockets up. I've yet to see anybody that I know personally that has been to the islands for vacation this year or ever. Post about what happened. Post a link to to um, donate anything except for my best friend Melissa. Everybody else that I know, no, nobody is talking about it like it didn't even happen. Like y'all don't even give a fuck. But this is what we're talking about. All of the appropriation, everything that y'all want to participate in. Y'all want to be Moana and Lilo and Stitch and all that on Halloween. But then when they need help, when they need support, where y'all at? $700. That was crazy. That was mind-blowing when I read that. I thought it was a joke. But it was not. So, yeah. It's very disappointing to hear. And... At the same time, not surprising. Um, yeah. So, you got anything to get off your chest? I actually didn't have nothing to get off my chest this week. You know what I'm saying? Wow. Um, I'm on a high vibration. I'm trying to take a page out of your book. You know what I'm saying? Just let stuff go or whatever not really get to me. So, I really didn't have nothing to, you know, get off my chest this week. You weren't holding on to anything this week. <laughs> I don't be holding on to stuff, okay? <laughs> I just be seeing stuff that bother me and then I want to talk about it on the show because it's worth ringing it up. It's not like I'm just like, so I record and then all of a sudden I'm like, oh, now that I got it out of my chest. Like, it's not how it works. Okay, okay. But, yeah. You want to get into the affirmation of the week? Let's do this. All right, now this week's affirmation is a little bit lengthy, so bear with me, but you know, <laughs> this week's affirmation is, I trust myself to make healthy choices based on discernment and knowledge from my past experiences. Mm-hmm. I'm going to say it again because it was kind of long. I trust myself to make healthy choices based on discernment and knowledge from my past experiences. Do you? I mean, I'm affirming it, but I can't say that I totally believe it yet. Um, I guess we can get into the main topic this week. <laughs> we're talking about trust <laughs> issues. Um, do I trust myself? Not completely. 
Um, but I'm learning to have grace for myself and also understand that what is really a mistake besides just a learned lesson, just an experience, you know what I'm saying? And not like holding on to it, like, oh my God, don't make these mistakes again. But um, I'm not there, you know what I'm saying? That's something that I'm like still healing my relationship with. So not necessarily, not at all times. In the bigger picture, I trust myself because a lot of times, I mean, you a witness, I just be like, don't worry about it. It's going to happen. Blah, blah, blah. Yeah. And it do be happening. It do be working out. And sometimes it's not always the way that I planned it or whatever, but it always do work out. Um, but then it's like in the small daily things, it's like, okay, I let myself down a lot or, you know, I say I'm going to do this and then I don't follow through with it or something. And so I feel like that impacts my relationship with trusting myself. What about you? Mm, I feel like I'm kind of in the same space. This week I've been realizing that the confidence and belief and trust that I thought I had is not really what I thought I was. It was like it was all an illusion. Mm-hmm. Like, I mean, it's there. Like, it's proof that it's there based on things that I've done, decisions I've made. But, like... I thought it was up here, but it's like right here. Do you feel like explaining more what made you realize that you wasn't trusting yourself as much as you thought? Whew. We're going to get personal. <laughs> <laughs> um, basically, I'm on the journey to becoming a musical artist. Mm-hmm. And um, I guess in preparing myself for all the things that I'll have to do to like put myself out there and create the music and all that stuff, I've realized that I don't fully believe in myself. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that's what's kept me from creating, like, personal content, period. Like, even outside of Mm -hmm. this journey, like, I've done it before, so I thought it was there, like, for Be Better, Mm -hmm. and for photography and stuff, but... It's a totally different thing now, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah. I feel that, though. But, you know, it's a practice. Well, everything is a practice. So, each day, you know what I'm saying, you could just try again. Dust myself off and try again. Yeah. Yeah. Also, stay tuned. And also, just to make it about me a little longer, (laughs) for those watching us, you may have noticed... Well, maybe not because it's braided. But I cut my hair. Yeah, they can't tell at all. Your hair's like in the back of your head. Yeah. Hold on, wait. I want y'all to see this. You gotta see this. I cut my hair. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, you got like a lot off like five inches. That's a lot of hair. Yeah. I don't even think I got five inches of hair on my head, baby. You definitely have five inches of hair. No, I don't. Yes, you do. (laughs) (laughs) Don't listen to her. (laughs) <laughs> I don't think I do 
Um, well, just to get back on topic or mm-hmm, whatever. Mm-hmm. Sorry, guys. Um, do you feel like that you are trustworthy towards other people? Like you have a you trust other people that you're in relationship with, like me, your friends, your family, like. I trust people to a certain extent. Um, I don't really... I trust people to be who they are and who they've shown me they can be. Mm-hmm. This fact. Um, I really don't appreciate you stealing what I was going to say, but I'm going to let you have that. <laughs> My bad. Um, yeah. That's like a nice way to put it. Mm-hmm. I kind of don't trust people. I don't trust people to handle things and get things done. I think that's where my trust gets shaky with people because I think it's something I get from my mom. It's like if something can be done right now, get it done right now. And... I've had to embrace that about myself that I'm like that mm-hmm. and a lot of people are not. I'm not. I'm not like that. <laughs> but it'll just be things will just be weighing on my mind until I get it done. And that's why. Like I'll be anxious and on edge until I feel like I got it done. Yeah. That sounds like some air sign shit. I can't relate. Like, not even a little bit. Because I'm very go with the flowy. Mm-hmm. I'm very, we'll see what happens next, okay? You know, like, <laughs> <laughs> I'm never, like, in a rush to do anything, to go anywhere. Like, I can't relate to that at all. I mean, it's definitely good to have people in your life like that. That's, you know, but, like, to just be anxious all the time, like, that's. It's not fun. <laughs> never said it was a good time. <laughs> I can't. It's like too much work. Um, I feel like I do trust people. I give people the space to be who they are. You know what I'm saying? For them to show me if they worth having my trust or not. And if they do break my trust, then that's on them. You know what I'm saying? But I'm not going to stress myself out or have anxiety in my relationships waiting for somebody to do something that makes me feel like they broke my trust you know what i'm saying like i'm I'm gonna give people the opportunity to do what they gonna do and um i feel like at this time in my life i haven't really had no issues with people where they broke my trust either so sometimes you be low-key manifesting that into your life not saying that anybody deserves it or necessarily wants it to happen but the more energy you give to something the more that you attract it into your life you know what i'm saying mm-hmm it's like those people that be going and looking through their partner's phone and stuff. Like, why are you stressful. doing that? I'm not doing that. I'm not even about to get myself riled up over something that somebody else is doing. I just can't. Yeah. I just don't. I've done that in my past before. And just the act of it is so... It's stressful just doing it. Mm-hmm. Like, even if you don't find nothing, just... The act of looking, I can't. <laughs> Got you on edge, like, <laughs> oh my god, what have I said? 
For like, real. Yeah, no, I'm not doing that. Like, ever. I'm not doing that in any of my relationships. Policing people. Like, I just can't at this version of who I am. I just, like, I can't even do it. Yeah. Um... But I'm getting anxious just thinking about it. Girl, you got to stop <laughs> thinking about it. How can you tell if you don't trust somebody, though? How can you tell if you don't trust somebody? Like, what are some typical behaviors maybe for you or that, I guess, that you're knowledgeable of that other people have in relationships when they their trust is just not there? Um... I think for me, it's... I get into that anytime somebody says something, I'm trying to calculate, are they telling me the truth? Mm. But that's also trauma, because previously, <laughs> I had to do that. Right. That is definitely a trauma response. Yeah. I feel like it's a thin line between trauma response and mm. trust issues. I think those things run together. <laughs> if you have trust issues, you're probably going to be reacting in some sort of trauma response versus if, you know, you healed to a certain extent, mm-hmm. then you will take a moment to respond rather than react. And so, yeah, it's giving trauma response all day. Um, when I feel like I can't trust somebody, I feel like it's more of an intuitive thing. Like it's a gut feeling. I'm one of those people that I meet somebody the first time and I be like, I'm not vibing with them. Mm-hmm. And like, I'll tell my friends like, yeah, I'm not vibing with them. I'm the friend that in the memes that be like, they don't like nobody. <laughs> because I be getting vibes off people. And then even if it take two or five years down the line, I be right about them niggas. Like, yeah. I be knowing. And so it's like just my intuition or sometimes having an uneasiness around people, maybe not feeling safe. In the relationship with them, that lets me know I don't trust them. And right now, I just feel like if I don't trust somebody, ain't no reason for me to have a relationship with them. Like, honestly. Because to me, that's something that I value in my relationships is trust. Like, trust, unconditional love. You know what I'm saying? I feel like it got to be there. So. If you don't trust somebody, it's just... I feel like you can't really have, like, a real relationship with them anyway. Like, no matter what kind of relationship it is. Mm -hmm. Especially a friendship. Like, how can we be friends if I, like, what are we doing? Mm -hmm. It's like, I don't want to talk to you about what's going on in my life because I don't know. Like, things can be spread or even sometimes trust is situational. Like, that's definitely a thing. Like, I trust you with this one thing, or I trust you to be honest with me about this one thing, but then it's other things that be like, yeah, nah, girl. So, I mean, it depends, but at the same time, yeah, I'm not, I don't want to be friends with nobody. I don't want to be in a romantic relationship with nobody. I'm not even entertaining my family like that if I can't trust them. Because, like, I'm not trying to be funny, but I'm about to be rich and famous. I can't have no fake people around me, like. It just is what it is. You might as well start now. Facts B. Um, I also think like kind of in our last episode, was we talking about insecurities the last episode? No, it was the one Mm-mm. before that. Okay. So like, I feel like if you have a lot of insecurities that could play into you having trust issues, like you might not 
really have trust issues, you're just an insecure person. And so you do stuff that somebody that has trust issues would do or whatever, like wait for them, be going to look for it, mm -hmm. you know, just assuming that they're going to do something that's going to break your trust or whatever. I feel like you just yeah. insecure and you need to work on being more secure within yourself. Um, that's one of the things that I really can't deal with in relationships because I used to be a really insecure person. And then once I realized I was doing it and how I was acting in my relationship, I was like, this is disgusting. Like, this grossed me out. Like, I don't want to <laughs> be with nobody that was acting the way that I was acting. Like, you can't, like, operate by yourself. Like, you unsure of yourself all the time. You need me to constantly validate you. Like... That shit is like having three jobs. I don't want nothing to do with it. So, Jeez. I feel like that's something that you can work on when you're in a relationship. But the best thing is to like take time while you're single and work on those type of things before you get in a relationship. And then it's like, here comes the baggage. You yeah. know? I feel like sometimes we be just anticipating some stuff to happen. Mm -hmm. Like your let's say your partner went out to hang with their friends and it's like you know that they are not cheating mm -hmm. but you send a text and they take a little too long to respond now your mind is just rolling but it's like you know they're not doing nothing yeah like let them live their lives yeah that's bad. <laughs> I feel like that kind of stuff stressed me out. If I got to worry about that you're accusing me or assuming that I'm doing something. And yeah. it's just like, bruh. I'm just trying to catch a vibe. Nobody's about that life even. Like, it yeah. makes it annoying. I wouldn't want to deal with that at all. Like, I can't believe that I used to be that girl. <laughs> I used to be too. Not like in every relationship. Just certain relationships that there was things going on like cheating or maybe like previous to the relationship really getting started it was some weird behavior so then it's like you never mm. really trust the person yeah type of stuff like yeah that was my issue and then i just was on edge waiting for something to happen do you feel like when it comes to trust issues there's something that's more like personal accountability or like you know how i feel like another person can't make you feel another way but like can somebody else make you have trust issues? Like, is it um, is it my problem or is it their problem that I got trust issues? It depends on what <laughs> happened. Because, I mean, like, you can do something like... I heard some guys talking recently and they were talking about how they would, like, basically still be hollering at girls. Mm-hmm. And getting their numbers and talking to them and stuff. But they say that they don't have any intention on actually, I guess, meeting up with them or nothing. But if you do that and I find out about it. Now I'm a, just like, what's yeah. happening? What are you doing? Are you doing this? Yeah. I feel like it can be created based on actions mm, like a response to an action yeah. that was not trustworthy yeah yeah i agree with that for sure i feel like though if you get hurt by somebody 
and then y'all you leave that relationship you start a new relationship and you like still behaving in the same ways like basically got ptsd from the last relationship Mm -hmm. then it's a you problem for sure yeah it's something that you need to work on something you need to heal from especially if the person you in a relationship with now didn't give you no reason to be like questioning them or not having trust towards them then it's like yeah it's on you it's time to get a therapist baby yeah you gotta start from where you are with them not where you Mm -hmm. left somebody else yeah absolutely you just you cannot operate from an unhealed place like we all have sides to ourselves or pieces of ourselves that's not healed and may never be healed it might be something that you're constantly you know revisiting and working on depending on how deep-seated the trauma is but i feel like you just can't operate from an unhealed place like if you are processed through something if you understand why you felt that way and the emotions behind it and you're able to let it go then you can like live your life freely and not constantly be haunted by what happened to you but then if you don't do any of that healing everything in your relationships is going to trigger you to situations that you refuse to heal from that you refuse to let go of that you continue to be petty about but really it's not hurting nobody but yourself type of thing facts yeah it feels good to just let it go like <sighs> i know i can trust this person i'm just gonna sit here and relax it feels good did you feel like you had trust issues with me being gone a whole week secretly was it but i secret? knew it was just me <laughs> that <clears throat> i knew it was just me though mm so, like, I have my moments where I'm just completely aware that I'm tripping. Mm-hmm. So I'm just like, what is this feeling? Why do you feel like this? What do they really do? Mm. Nothing? Same thing they've been doing? So you need to relax? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Maybe me. Sometimes, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. 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 Do you think that relationships can um, survive or even thrive without trust? Um, not really. (laughs) I think that you can fake it for a while, but eventually, I don't know. I don't see how it could last and be successful if Mm -hmm. you don't really trust the person. I think it depends on what your definition of success is. Because I think all of us can name at least one couple that we know that don't trust each other. Maybe have never trusted each other. Maybe they had some indiscretions throughout the relationship. And now there's like a permanent saying, but they refuse to break up. I know I know several couples like that, honestly. Well, see, staying together isn't success. But that's why I said it depends on what your definition of success is. Because we know from the comments of our other videos that other people do think it's a success in your relationship to say you've been together 20 years, no matter what that 20 years look like. Yeah. Like, somehow that's a success for some people. You know what I'm saying? So I think it really do depend... Um, would it be thriving? I say no. And could it survive? Yes, but not healthily. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? It's like, 
a malnourished relationship like there's nothing that's like feeding you from the relationship if the most thing that it's doing is causing you stress or anxiety like it's actually taken away from you so i think that yeah the relationships can relationships can survive without trust all of us have at least one homegirl or homeboy who totally don't trust their partner you mm -hmm. know what i'm saying but they have they they happy together you know what i mean so. um or they keep, you know, trying to navigate that they don't trust each other. I'll say that. Like, they'll keep doing things to navigate that there is no trust in a relationship. Or, it's like, that's why my number one rule is, like, cheating. Don't ever cheat on me because I'm never going to get past that. I'm not saying that you can't get past it and you can't stop being a cheater, which is more than likely true. All I'm saying is I'm not going to get past it. I'm always going to be constantly thinking that I'm getting cheated on. So, like. You know How what do I mean? you not, though? How do you not think that? Yeah. I mean, there's people all the time that say, like, if they don't see it, then it didn't happen. But like, that's not true. <laughs> like, I, I understand. Different that. levels. People have different levels of what they feel like is acceptable in a relationship. And there's many people who do not truly see their value and their worth. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, they're saying they think that's something that comes with being in a relationship. There's people who've been cheated on all their life by different people that they really think that there's no possibility to have a relationship that's totally monogamous. I thought like that for a while. Like, but it was just, I just didn't think that. I didn't. How can I put this? I didn't think that men had the capacity to have that level of discipline. Mm -hmm. Just, I'm going to say just from experiences and just knowing different men mm -hmm. and like different yeah. types of men. It's like, so y'all just can't master self-discipline, huh? Uh, honestly, it comes down to self-hate and their own insecurities because if you were secure in your relationship, if you liked yourself and you liked your partner, you wouldn't have no reason to cheat. A lot of people do it so they can get some type of boost from being with another person. Like, oh, I was able to pull these people or, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, this girl might have everything going on for her, but I'm cheating on her. Yeah. It's like they devalue the other person so they can try and add worth to themselves. It's kind of sick and disturbing um but yeah no nah, i don't think yeah no nah, can't do that yeah. well if you're ready we can slide up into mental health matters mental health matters it's been a while <laughs> has it yeah it feels like i just heard it yesterday <laughs> <laughs> that's just because i'm always singing um well for mental health matters this week, I wanted to kind of talk about discernment. Do you know what discernment is? Or, like, how would you explain that in your own words? Discernment, knowing right from wrong for you. Mm -hmm. Right. Yeah, I would say for sure. Um, I feel like if you do not have trust with yourself, if you do not have trust with the people that you're in relationships with then you will never be at peace. And so, to me, if your mental health is a priority, 
then peace is like one of those top things that you're looking for for your mental health to just be at peace with yourself to be at peace in your relationships and so entering relationships it's important to have discernment so you can know do you feel like you could trust yourself in this relationship do you feel like these other people are trustworthy and if you don't then you probably want to make the best choice to avoid those relationships you know what i'm saying like that's just really all I had. Yeah. Do you have anything to add for mental health this week? Leave them. <laughs> Friends, family, romantic partners. Just leave. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Somebody needed to hear that. <laughs> um, well, we can get into reel it in. Um, there's a few things that are coming out soon, so we wanted to discuss them. Do you want to? <clears throat> well, Star Wars, what's the correct way to say her name? Is it Ahsoka? Osaka? Ah, uh, I'm going to say Ahsoka. Ahsoka? But we could be wrong. Y'all let us know in the comments. Shorty with the... White hair, right? It's like black and white. Mm-hmm. Uh -huh. Rosario Dawson is playing that um, character now. Yeah, that's coming out on August 23rd. Um, I am excited to see that. Because I never watched the animated Star Wars. Mm -hmm. So, I don't really know who she is like that. I just saw her in... Um, which one was that? One of the newer Star Wars series that they have. She was there. I'm not like a Star Wars fan for real. I only ever seen the first movie and um like that was good for me. I got a lot of gems out of it. Mm -hmm. I just can't see myself like watching the rest of them. It's an acquired taste. It's a very specific type of nerd. I wouldn't genre. even say like to me Star Wars is not really nerdy. It's just like sci-fi, you know what I'm saying? Like they make it nerdy with all of the extra shit they be doing around Star Wars. But, mm -hmm. like, it's really like any other show or movie. I don't see where the nerd aspect comes in. But maybe that's because <laughs> I'm somebody that have, like, you know, nerdy obsessions. But I don't I don't see how the Star Wars is nerdy. For real, I don't. Okay. okay. Respect. Um, also, One Piece is dropping... Speaking of nerds, I guess, if anime is nerdy <laughs> to you. Um, if you watch One Piece, there's like a live action. I believe that is dropping on Netflix. Don't quote me though. I think oh. that's what it is. On the 30th. Um, so if you into One Piece, at least check it out to see what it's giving. Mm -hmm. um, Max likes One Piece. His, dad's, his dad likes that show too. It's not one of my favorite, but I'm at least going to see what is they doing. I'll tell you right now, though, if they got some white people playing those Asians, I'm out of here. Oh, you might want to check that out beforehand. <laughs> <laughs> um, Archer season 13 is coming on August 30th. I used to watch Archer a lot. Mm -hmm. It's an adult animated series. It's hilarious. But I had to step away. I might make my way back, but I doubt it just because, I don't know. I was in a different mindset when mm -hmm. I was enjoying that type of comedy. 
Yeah, Archer to me is one of those bro shows. And I hate bro shows. <laughs> like, first of all, why is he so stupid? Like, he, you want me to believe this dude's basically a secret agent, right? Mm-hmm. But he has no common sense. Like, none. Uh. The best thing about that show is that Aisha Tyler is one of the voices. Obviously, the black girl, but... Mm-hmm. Lana. Yeah, I won't be watching that shit. Because oh I just... I can't sit there and just watch dumbass people. Like, that should be making me mad after a while. Like, it's not funny to me, like... Okay, yeah. Well, you might want to stay away. <laughs> Half the characters I, are I've dumb. seen the show a bunch of times. I know what's going on over there. I'm just saying, like, 13 seasons? It's entertaining. For the bros, like I said. Wow. Okay, well. Fubu. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, we can move into Forest Bias, which is obviously Forest and Bias. Um, the black people, of course. If you're new, if you have not watched previous episodes of I've Got Time. <laughs> um, this week, I actually wanted to discuss one of the businesses. Well, it's Black Business Month, like I said last week. Mm-hmm. So I wanted to highlight one of the businesses that was on the retreat. It's mm-hmm. called um, the Whiteman David Dance Company. They're like originally stationed in Columbia, South Carolina. Um, but right now they're doing like these artistic pieces in Alabama. Um, mm-hmm. Last year they spent a year in Montgomery. And then this year they're like in another place. It's like a smaller town. And what they're essentially doing is um, doing historical research about black people. And really trying to find the joy in blackness in times where it really was centered around trauma so like you know they went to uh, montgomery and it was like researching in the 50s and you know like when we think about the 50s we think about the civil rights movements we think about a bunch of shit that's like not positive for black people Mm -hmm. and so they wanted to take that information and really showcase like what does blackness look outside the trauma in these events so you know they found like photos of like People from the 50s just living their life. Going to the hair salon. Mm-hmm. Um, hanging out on their front porch. Dancing. Performing. And so, like, it was really awesome and inspiring to see their work. And I really just want to highlight them this month. Because not only are they just doing the artistic work of being dancers and entertainers. But they're taking that and, like doing something that is good for the culture you know what i'm saying and educating people but at the same time like expressing that through dance i was thoroughly entertained they literally wanted an encore like it was the second time they performed like in two days doing it because everybody was like so excited about it it was so cool um so shout out to them they're like one of the partners that works with um um the group that we was there with roots and Mm -hmm. so it was cool to see that what they do is they like invest in certain businesses and brands to help bring their visions to fruition. So that was cool. Shout out to the white man, David dance company. You can follow them on Instagram. You can donate to their cause, um, at white And I'm probably going to post them next week, you know, like some clips that I got. So shout out, shout out. Yeah. Well, we can get into the breaks. Um, you want to 
start off the conversation? Well, I just want to shout out Gucci Mane. You know, um, I'm shouting him out because he's evolved right in front of our eyes. You don't think he's a clown? He is not a clown. (laughs) (laughs) I think that if you, unless clones, cloning also includes previous personality traits. Mm Mm-hmm. You know, I don't think that we really have proof that he's a clone. Because <laughs> um, he's, don't get it twisted, he's still Gucci. The, it's still there. Yeah. Okay. But, um, I just wanted to shout him out for being an evolved individual and being able to include that in his music. Um, and just making it cool, being an example of, well, being an example for other rappers specifically, like Mm -hmm. you can change as a person and your music can change and still be good. Like, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Profitable and productive. Mm -hmm. Like, yeah, that's pretty much it. Shout out to Gucci Mane. Yeah, I've been a fan favorite since you know forever since I was in high school. It brings me back so many memories. Like for sure, listen to Gucci Mane. I yeah. can't say that I really care for his new music, but maybe I'm not evolving with Gucci Mane. <laughs> maybe I mean, cause his music is motivational now. Like if you really listen to what he's saying. He's a motivational rapper. Mm-hmm. Like, he's still rapping about, I got all this money. I also got my family. I got these kids. I'm healthy. I'm happy. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I do appreciate him, like, you know, celebrating his relationship and his family and everything like that through his music. That's dope. Yeah. I'm here for it. Um, and also, Goldie Rebel. Rebel. Um, He's a rapper that I came across on, I want to say TikTok, but it could have just been YouTube. He gives, like, Larry June vibes. I have no clue. Sonically. Oh, yikes. Um, Along the lines of currency. Okay. So, yeah. He's actually pretty dope. Um, I think I subscribed to his YouTube because, I mean support you know yeah I do know um what do I have for the breaks this week um I thought it was so hilarious right on time and a really smart business and marketing move on um behalf of Usher and Kiki Palmer honey Kiki get a back Palmer (laughs) um we were just talking about Usher dropping a new song. I don't know if this means he's dropping a project or if he just was like, let me go ahead and put a song out real quick. Yeah. Because it was profitable at the moment. Um, You know, we talked about 
him bringing Kiki on stage and then it caused a whole ruckus within her relationship. So he just dropped a video today. It's called Boyfriend. It's featuring Kiki Palmer. Not the song, just the video. Mm-hmm. It's a cute little video. I mean, Usher be having this video, you know what I'm saying? They dancing and stuff in the video, so that's fun. Yeah. But it just was hilarious to me because... The timing. <laughs> like... That's how you break up with a nigga, okay? That is how you break up with a nigga. Right there. It's you go be in the dude's video that he was accusing you of doing too much with. You know what I'm saying? Like uh, nah, it's really too much for that ass. Real Keisha Cole style. I should have cheated. <laughs> Chow. Um, and then other music this week, um, Victoria Monet finally dropped a visual for Oh My Mama. I'm not gonna mm-hmm. lie, that wasn't like one of my favorites of her songs when I first heard it. Mm-hmm. Mainly because it was like a tiktok sound and it was going viral and like sometimes the sound hit me and i'm like i can't stop saying it too but then sometimes i'm like i wish just that the shit would stop coming out Mm -hmm. but this video girl did you see the video i did see the video the video made me enjoy the song oh i'm so sorry y'all wow that's crazy you want holding the phone you ain't even silencing it i didn't hear it I didn't even know my phone be ringing like that. I apologize. I keep saying this to you every week. Your phone been on ring for like two months. That's crazy. It's the most random thing. <laughs> <laughs> what was happening? Um, The Oh My Mama video. Oh, yeah. The video made me enjoy the song. Because prior to, I wasn't revisiting. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm still a little anxious about what this project is going to sound like. I think I'm going to let you listen to it first. Why? We, you ain't going to, it don't, that don't matter. Okay. That do not matter because we don't even listen to the same stuff for real for you to be like, I'm going to let you listen to it first. I am pressed for this album because I haven't heard a Victoria Monet album yet that I didn't like. I love her music. Her voice is so angelic. She's fun. She's a vibe. She's a girl's mm-hmm. girl. And this video really had me because it was giving throwback vibes. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? It was giving like when I was in high school. Like she had on Jabo jeans. She was doing a do-rag. I'm like, is she watching my personal content? Mm-hmm. Um, she just was real cute. It was a vibe. Like the dancers. Then she had the meme with the ladies in the back. Mm-hmm. Like I was like, this is so cute. And it was choreographed by Sean Bankhead, which like if you know anything about dance yeah. or choreography, he works with so many artists. He actually put so many artists on as far as they dance and style and stuff like that. Like I just love him. Yeah, so, he's been, he been doing it for a minute. Yeah. He he's worked with a lot of people like I think he started out his first class with like OMG girls, <laughs> like, and like now he be working with all kind of people. So shout out to Sean Bankett. Shout out. Um, what else? Um, apparently Nicki Minaj is joining Call of Duty. I don't know what the extent of that is because I didn't like look up an article or anything. I just mm-hmm. seen the post, and like I was cracking up at the memes from it. <laughs> um, I think that they're actually giving her a character, but. So, like, you can be Nikki? Mm-hmm. Okay. They've had her voice. I can't tell if that... Maybe that was a part of the rollout. Mm-hmm. Or if somebody made that up. Mm-hmm. But they had her voice, like, saying all the stuff that they say on Call of Duty. 
It and it like almost a mod, made honestly. me get it. Because that's hilarious. I've tried to play Call of Duty in the past. This was when I was younger. And it's just not one of those games that excite me. First of all, it gives me anxiety. Because... I don't want to be in the desert shooting niggas if we're getting shot. Like, that's too real for me. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> and there should be too much happening at one time. I can't focus on shooting the gun and watching and dropping out the sky and hiding. And it's like, I'm definitely not playing it, but I thought it was super funny. And I thought it was cool because, like, I feel like you made it when you can be yourself in stuff. Mm-hmm. Like, it's not like Nicki Minaj as... Chambella or somebody, you know what I'm saying? It's like just Nikki. Like she's yeah. not playing anybody. So I thought it was cool and dope. Yeah. And Shut then up. she did drop that uh a snippet, snippet from, from Pink Friday and two. Pink, Pink Friday two. And her what? shooting the album cover? I didn't see that. Did you like the song? I couldn't barely hear it, but it was giving more um Queen than Pink. Friday to me. I honestly don't remember it. I know I heard it. So it was like giving slow vibes and she was kind of singing, but you know how Nikki songs is. She could be singing for two seconds of a song and then next thing you know she's like rapping hardcore. So like I'm gonna give it a chance because it's Nikki, but also it's hard to say because of the stuff she be getting involved in in her personal life nowadays. She's almost to the cutoff mark with Girl. me personally. You know how I feel about stuff. I just uh, if stuff go against my moral code it's like I can't keep going back and listening and promoting the music so like Nikki ain't got much longer with me for real she better come with something Dang. and this is Pink Friday I feel like this is her best album I feel like for her to drop Pink Friday too it's gotta be good you think Pink Friday was her best album for me personally it was there's no skips on that album to me I, I played it from front to back when it came out I mean I did too I think Pink Print might be the best. Not for me personally. It's like, yeah. It also caught me in a moment. It was a vibe. (laughs) Well, do you have anything for the music of the week? Like, what are you listening to? Yo Gotti. Yo Gotti. I can't stop listening to this project. I showed you so. It's really taking me where I need to be. Mm. Yeah. Caught myself getting down. And I started playing it. (laughs) And it was like, you know what? I told these niggas. (laughs) Period. Yeah. What about you? Um, What about me? Um, I've been kind of having like a throwback moment this week or whatever. Listen to some old Kehlani. Mm -hmm. Specifically the Sweet Sexy Savage album. It's like the one where she got distraction on there and crazy. Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah, I've been kind of diving back on that. Also, at the retreat, there was this artist. His name's like Andre Love. Mm -hmm. His music was real dope. It was real. It was giving like... Who can I say? It's not toxic, so I can't say Janae. (laughs) I don't know. It doesn't remind me of music that I heard a man make before, but it's like very definitely like high vibrational. Maybe Landrell. I don't know. But he be playing the guitar and shit, and that was dope to me. So um, check him out. Yeah. Yeah. Shout out. Shout out all the... All the independent artists. Hit my line. 
hit your line. <laughs> I be thinking about just having music that I want to make, and I'm not sure yet. I feel like I need to make something high vibrational because that's like my brand. Mm-hmm. But on the inside, I like want to be Meg the Stallion. So Meg the Stallion is motivational to me. Yeah, but would you want your girlfriend to be Meg the Stallion? No, you're right. <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't care if my girlfriend was Meg the Stallion, but me and Cherry got two different vibes going. Yeah. You better hope that my music don't start coming out like that. (laughs) 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 What'd you make it time for this week? Um, I'm making time for... I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) I really don't know. I don't know... What I can make time for, if I'm being honest. Yeah. You've got plenty of time. Trust that. Um, This week, I'm making time to really think about what it is that I want. We have a new moon today, so happy new moon. By the time you watch this, though, it's going to be in the past. But, you know, new moon is all about, like, setting intentions and stuff like that. So, it's just, like, a really reflective time for me, thinking about what do I want and... um. How can I dive deeper into myself? You know what I'm saying? To make those things happen. So, yeah. I'm just kind of like in a reflective space trying to figure out what do I want? What do I... How can... What can I do to get what I want? Um, Yeah. Yeah. I feel like there's a lot of options available to me right now. Like, what can I do? I don't know, though, what route I'm gonna take you can do anything that's a fact but that also can be so hindering like knowing that you can do anything that's like yeah I feel that hmm well (laughs) (laughs) without further ado I've I've got got time. time